Greetings from Christendom College here in the beautiful Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. As we approach the great feast and season of Christmas, I would like to share with you today a story which I read to my children, now hope continue to read to my grandchildren, after we have the wonderful blessing of the Christmas tree, that beautiful tradition part of the domestic church where you bless the tree, which is going to symbolize Jesus Christ. It's about a great hero, a saint who became the Apostle of Germany, Saint Boniface. He was born around the year 680 in England. At age 13, he was educated by the Benedictine monks at the monastery of Exeter. He was ordained a priest at the age of 30. And with the support of his abbot, he made a pilgrimage to Rome where he met Pope Gregory II. And during that pilgrimage to Rome, he was given the authority to preach to the heathens of Germany and became a great bishop and a great martyr in our church. This story tells of one of the incidents that happened during his mission in Germany. The story is called The Tree of the Christ Child. It was written by Father Bill Saunders, a wonderful priest here in the Diocese of Arlington, Virginia, and a cherished member of our Christendom family. I hope that you will enjoy it. The Tree of the Christ Child. With his band of followers, St. Boniface was traveling through the woods along an old Roman road on Christmas Eve. Snow covered the ground, muffling their footsteps. Their breath could be seen in the crisp, cold air, although several suggested that they camp for the night. St. Boniface encouraged them to push forward, saying, Courage, brothers, and forward yet a little. God's moon will light us presently, and the path is plain. Well know I that you are weary, and my own heart wearies also for the home in England, where those I love so dearly are keeping feast this Christmas Eve. Oh, that I might escape from this wild, storm-tossed sea of Germany into the peaceful haven of my fatherland. But we have work to do before we feast tonight. For this is the Yuletide, and the heathen people of the forest have gathered at the Oak of Geismar to worship their god, Thor. And strange things will be seen there, and deeds which make the soul black. But we are sent to lighten their darkness. Forward then, in God's name. They pushed ahead, reinvigorated by St. Boniface's plea. After a while, the road opened into a clearing. They could see houses, but dark and seemingly vacant. No human was in sight. Only the noise of hounds and horses broke the quiet. Continuing on, they came to a glade in the forest, and there appeared the sacred thunder oak of Geismar. Here St. Boniface proclaimed as he held his bishop's crozier high with its cross on top, Here is the thunder oak, and here the cross of Christ shall break the hammer of the false god Thor. In front of the tree was a huge bonfire. Sparks danced in the air. The townspeople surrounded the fire facing the sacred oak. St. Boniface interrupted their meeting. Hail, sons of the forest! A stranger claims the warmth of your fire in the winter night. As St. Boniface and his companions approached the fire, the eyes of the townspeople were on these strangers. St. Boniface continued, Your kinsman am I, of the German Brotherhood, and from Wessex beyond the sea. Have I come to bring you a greeting from that land, and a message from the All-Father, whose servant I am. 
Hunrad, the old priest of Thor, welcomed St. Boniface and his companions. Hunrad then said to them, Stand still, common man, and behold what the gods have called us hither to do. This night is the death night of the sun god Baldur the Beautiful, beloved of gods and men. This is the hour of darkness and the power of winter, of sacrifice and mighty fear. This night, the great Thor, the god of thunder and war, to whom this oak is sacred, is grieved for the death of Baldur and angry with his people because they have forsaken his worship. Long is it since an offering has been laid upon his altar, long since the roots of his holy tree have been fed with blood. Therefore its leaves have withered before the time, and its boughs are heavy with death. Therefore the Slavs and Saxons have beaten us in battle. Therefore the harvest have failed, and the wolf hordes have ravaged the folds, and the wild boar has slain the huntsmen. Therefore the plague has fallen on your dwellings, and the dead are more than the living in all your villages. Answer me, you people, are not these things true? The people sounded their approval and then began to chant of praise to Thor. When the last sounds faded, Hunred pronounced, None of these things will please the God. More costly is the offering that shall cleanse your sin. More precious the crimson dew shall send new life into this holy tree of blood. Thor claims your dearest and noblest gift. With that, Hunred approached the children grouped together around the fire. He selected the fairest boy, Alsulf, the son of Duke Alvol and his wife Thecla, and declared that he would be sacrificed to travel to Valhalla and bear the people's message to Thor. Alsulf's parents were deeply shaken, yet no one spoke. Hunrad led the boy to a large stone altar between the oak and the fire. He blindfolded the child and had him kneel down, placing his head on the stone altar. The people moved closer and St. Boniface positioned himself near the pagan priest. Hunrad then lifted his sacred black stone hammer of the god Thor high into the air, ready to have it crush little Asof's skull. As the hammer fell, St. Boniface thrust his crozier against the hammer, and it fell from Hunrad's hand, splitting in two the stone altar. Sounds of awe and joy filled the air. Thecla ran to her child, spared of this bloody sacrifice, and embraced him tightly. St. Boniface, his face radiant, then spoke to the people. Hearken, sons of the forest. No blood shall flow this night, save that which pity is drawn from a mother's breast. For this is the birth night of the white Christ, the son of the All-Father, the savior of mankind. Fairer is he than Balder the brave, greater than Odin the wise, kinder than Freya the good. Since he has come, the sacrifice ended. The dark Thor on whom you have vainly called is dead. Deep in the shades of Niflheim, he is lost forever. And now, on this Christ night, you shall begin to live. This blood tree shall darken your land no more. In the name of the Lord, I will destroy it. St. Boniface then took his broad axe and began striking the tree. A mighty wind suddenly rose and the tree fell, wrenching its roots from the earth and split in two four pieces. Behind the mighty oak stood a young fir tree, pointing like a cathedral spire toward heaven. 
St. Boniface again spoke to the people, This little tree, a young child of the forest, shall be your holy tree tonight. It is the wood of peace, for your houses are built of the fir. It is a sign of an endless life, for its leaves are evergreen. See how it points upward to heaven. Let this be called the tree of the Christ child. Gather about it, not in the wild wood, but in your own homes. There it will shelter no deeds of blood, but loving gifts and rites of kindness. So they took the fir tree and carried it to the village. Duke Alval set the tree in the middle of his great hall. They placed candles in its branches, and it seemed filled with stars. Then St. Boniface, with Hunrad sitting at his feet, told the story of Bethlehem, the baby Jesus in the manger, the shepherds, and the angels. All listened intently. Little Assel, sitting on his mother's lap, said, Mother, listen now, for I hear those angels singing behind the tree. Some say it's true. Some say it was St. Boniface's companions singing, All glory be to God on high and on earth. Peace, goodwill, henceforth for heaven to men, begin and never cease. As we gather around our Christmas trees this year, may we give thanks for the gifts of our Catholic faith and hold the story of our Savior's birth in our hearts and listen for the song of the angels. May God be with you and a very Merry Christmas. Thank you.